Greetings and welcome to another brand new episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. We are here for episode 73. I want to thank all of our listeners for rocking with us, for staying with us. It is extremely, extremely important uh, that you guys continue to rock with us, man, and it means a whole lot. So thank you, episode 73. We have made it to another episode. And as always, you know, I bring you some dope talent every Friday for each new show. Um, so the guests that I have today are definitely in that bill. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk to some some dopeness again today that represents hip-hop strongly. But before we do that, I do want to kind of shout out the website so that Folks know where to go to find everything associated with Out the Box. The website is outtheboxmedia.com. You know, we have all of our previous episodes. We've been doing it since 2008, 2009, uh, where you can actually check out our YouTube videos. It all started on Out the Box TV. And then we transitioned into, you know, even a live radio station, 24-7 internet radio station. And we also started doing podcasts some years ago. So um, this is the website you can always go to to check out and keep updated with everything out the box related. Also, we have our Patreon page where you can find exclusive interview clips of, uh, you know, artists interviews that I've done. Uh, these interviews, however, are clips that has not been made public before. It's only for members of Out the Box Media and subscribers of our Patreon page. It's a small fee, a very reasonable fee uh, that I bring uh, to you guys so that you guys can get access to some exclusive content. All right. Also, if you want to donate to Out the Box, you can send donations to paypal.me slash out the box media. Or if you have cash app you can go to cash tag out the box rep and send donations there remember no donation is too small whatever you can provide it helps with this movement all right we also have our out the box uh audio podcast which you can find on platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. Uh, and generally, wherever you listen to high-quality audio podcasts, you can find the audio podcast to our shows. All right? So, and then we also have our merch store, which is www.outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. If you want to support and rock some Out The Box merch, like the Out The Box TV snapback I got on, or even the Out The Box Media t-shirt and some other, you know, clothing items, you can go there and support all right so i just wanted to get that out of the way as i said we are at episode 73 and we have two guests today that represent hip-hop in its most purest authentic form and i am so excited to have them a part of the show today um one of them has been making music for like i mean professionally for over 30 years i mean this is this is amazing to like see this brother still consistently at the forefront, you know, professionally as an artist. And, and the other artist has been doing music for quite some time as well. So we, these brothers are no, um, you know, no newcomers to this. And what I love is the fact that they keep the, you know, the authenticity and that, that 
raw quality of hip hop standing strong even in 2021. So they have a project out today that's actually a self-titled project. Um, and it has a very uplifting and inspiring theme. If I say the name of the title, I will give away the artist names. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce them. So I want to welcome to our Out the Box listeners and Out the Box viewers to Out the Box Talks, uh, two brothers hailing from the city of Boston. Welcome to Out the Box Talks, brother Insight Innovates, and Ed O.G., welcome to Out the Box Talks. What's good? What's good? How are y'all? Welcome. Such a pleasure to have y'all here. What up? Good to be here, man. Peace. Peace, peace. So peace, we... peace. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like I said, man, I'm so excited about this project that you guys have out today. Um, well, out now, which was released about a week ago, um, it's called um, Ed OG and Inside Innovates, which is self-titled, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, That's right. Indeed. <laughs> so I want to talk to y'all about this project, so the bulk of the interview will focus on this project. But before we even jump into that, I do want to give y'all a chance to talk about how you all first even came together and how that relationship manifested it into this project that we have here today. You want to take it, Ed, or how you want to? I mean, you, you could start. It? You could start, brother. All right. So I'll start it with, with Ed, right? Because, uh, you know, ever since I started, I mean, before I started, he was already, you know, Boston legend. Releasing, you know, we, we all know, you know, Way his first album, second album. Uh, so, you know, by the time I started doing records in about 99, you know, I had, I had, you know, probably my third, my, my third album, me and him had did a song. Um, and then that, that same year we went on tour. He took, he took me on tour with, with uh, Master Ace and, and um, Long Hot Summer Tour. Um, we already, we, we actually grew up around same area. You know, we, you know, he, he, uh, oh. he, he knew my cousin lived the same, same street, you know? Um, and basically after that tour though, that's kind of, that, that kind of solidified it. We, we had already talked about doing projects, but once, once we did that, I mean, we was, we, we was, we was really planning on doing something, but then I ended up, um, in 05, moving out to Europe. Like we went on tour. I just didn't go back home. I just, I stayed living out in Europe. <laughs> Literally that's how I, he told me what, he told me, uh, you know, where are you going after this? I'm like, I'm moving to Germany. So I just, I stayed out there. It, it was funny. Cause we would meet up, we would meet up after that, but we would like, he, you know, he'd be like, yo, we got a show in Switzerland and I'll just be there. And we, just, <laughs> we was just doing that for like years, man. And then and finally, uh, and there's a, there's another reason for my gap, but I'll say that for another question, uh, another question. But uh, finally, you know, this time is like, a, for me, this is like a, a new phase of, of releases and, and um, uh, Brick Records hit me up about, you know, and then they, they brought up Ed um, as a, you know, just a good way to just 
you know, this is the perfect time for us to 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 knock something out, right? So, and um, I guess how it the chemistry in the record that's a whole nother question too because right. he was already prepared, right? Mm. I'm used to the you know he's professional, so he comes through. Um, I, I know I'm, I'm excuse me for just talking on and on, but I'm, good, I'm just ahead. trying to you know make everything you know sound as clear as possible. But um, yeah, he came through. I kind of had a template of the first batch of joints and then he took, you know, maybe about, I don't know, Ed, like maybe some, I, he, we went back and forth a couple hours picking up, pick, picking which, what joint should be. And then the next day, I, I, it must've been like a day or two. He just came out and knocked out like the first four joints. And then right there, I was like, oh, shoot, well, I, I guess we doing the album then. <laughs> and was, the vibe was just there. I was, okay, now we know how we're supposed to. It's like we just knew. It's like once he came through, it, 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 it was just, everything was just easy. It was easier for us to do. I mean, it was just like just professional, you know what I mean? He did his thing. I would put my thing on it. Then I'd go back home, do the cuts, you know. And and uh, it, he, on the other side, he would be like, "Oh, you know, I got a chorus, or I I, I throw a cut in, and kind of, you know, it it just came together um, really well." Nice. On top of just, he was also recording <laughs> too. So we record at my spot, but he recorded his, sent me the lyrics. I, I'm mixing it down. So we was, I mean, just efficiency, man. It was just so you know. We gonna do another one. I'm I'm gonna stop talking, but that's <laughs> no, yeah. that is that it, Ed? How, yeah, no, nah, I mean you know? he he pretty much summed it up, you know. But for me, it was it was pretty easy. Me and Sight had always talked about doing stuff together, and the timing was just right. You know, it just kind of all lined up. Yeah, and I think that's the yep. best kind of projects to work on because it's not forced. It's natural. <laughs> I came through, knocked out the first joints inspired him to get busy and you know do his joints and then i came through knocked out the rest of the joints and you know i had some ideas that i shot to him like you know i will get into the particulars of right. the album and stuff but yeah it was, it was a pretty simple process man we already know each other for a long time so it's easy to work together for us right. we don't have any egos any you know anything else besides doing dope music? Dope. Yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> you I, know I, I, I'll say I'll add I'll add to that. One of the things I've been saying is, uh, um, and this this ain't on some toot your own horn shit. Like when when I listen to the album, it's like uh, I keep using the word sincerity, right? Because it's a lot of cast just a lot of stuff sounds so forced. I mean, cast can sound good, but it's hard to be sincere. Like really sound like you really not just you really mean it but you really feel it if you say you want things to change for the better you really reflect that you're not just doing it on some marketing shit you know what i'm saying it's like it, it really you know we really meant what we said and when you listen to it that it just you know it carries on throughout the album so exactly that's so well said because when you listen to the album it does come across very organic um you know it's just an easy going cohesiveness that comes, <laughs> comes, comes, comes together up. as you listen through it um there's there's a line i said uh, i said uh, uh hip-hop don't need another facade from someone clueless like you know what i'm saying it's just <laughs> <laughs> right right right, right that 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 line makes so much sense um so 
insight, I, 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 you just alluded to something that um, you actually hit me to prior to the interview. Um, I did not realize that Inside Innovates was Insight, right? <laughs> um, right, and right. it's so funny because I get so much music, right? I'm always connected to so much music, and I know there's always that chance of, like, a name falling through the cracks, like somebody I I, I probably saw but didn't recognize, right? And I know that you've now changed your name to Inside Innovates. Like, talk to me about how that, you know, what was the whole thinking process for that transition in name? Mm, so so I innovated so that... <laughs> <laughs> so in 2004, right, I had an album, The Blast Radius. That was, um, if you want a, a good reference of what I was kind of doing. I was really focusing on live shows, really good, hard hitting live shows. Like cats could front on whatever they want, but the live show, they ain't fronting on the live show, right? So after that year, iTunes came came out, right? 2004, iTunes comes out. I start, I start rethinking what it means to put an album out, right? So I started focusing more on uh, you know, digital audio signal processing and end-to-end -end, uh, distribution systems and C++ and trying to put together, um, you know, ideas for, for um, just delivering music in a different way. So, you know, and that took, that took on a process of it all, its own. By the time I got uh, so deep into that, I was a, I was a, a software engineer. Mm. So now fast forward to like 2008, um, I, I had I was I had been focused on like doing apps. That was the first year iPhone comes out. So then, of course, now I'm instead of just releasing records, I was I was like, okay, uh, I, I I had to re re you know re understand what it meant to release records. So I, I I started fusing together the experience of audio interactivity, um, gestures, mm. different things. And so, you know, that whole experience of making an app to me is 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 kind of the future of of music. Um, so in that process, then I started doing apps, right? So I started doing apps for like Bose and 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 uh, you know, just I started a company because of that, and Dope. you know, just a lot of different um, uh, experiments with releasing music instead of just put putting albums out, you know. Uh, and had to deal with a lot of doubt too like oh you can't you, you know you can't do software or you can't you know do xyz so uh just focus on the goal and now i think the time is right people caught up to the technologies and now we can go back to the beginning and put things out because the time's right um and these some of this is extremely technical but that's where like that's also where me and ed had a, a um a good, you know, we had a good chemistry in terms of like ideas and innovation and and, and just uh, coming up with things that people haven't tried yet. So a lot of those years where instead I was just recently instead of just releasing records, we were we we were mostly doing like I would say it's like research. You know, yeah, um, we were doing oh. research. We have like ideas that haven't yet. Um, you know, we haven't brought them out to the to product yet, wow. but like, yo, yo, he's laughing because it's so true. But like Ed, like, tell the people, like in in two thousand four, 
when we was on tour, we had streaming. Like I, yes, I had, I had developed. Was, this guy was streaming on tour way before <laughs> that. I mean, this guy told me, "Look, the music is over. It's all going to be digital. They're taking wow. over everything." I was like, "Really?" He told me this like two years before yeah. it happened. Everything, like so. I mean, we already been, you know, technologically in hip hop, like on this technical hip hop journey. So, you know, now doing the album and just more ideas that we've had for years, bringing them to fruition. I mean, it's like, you know, we got a lot of, lot of, lot of things. <laughs> we got a lot of things. So, so that's to, just to circle back to that question, Insight Innovates. Right. So it's just it's that's that's the whole thing. There's a there's a lot of other insights that pop up. I think there's like a like a house one. There's a like a you know, there's even a company out in Canada, but they none of them innovated. So nice. <laughs> I see the direction. I see it. That's what's up. Right. Man. Um right. talk to me about why y'all chose to self-title this album because when I listen to the album, it has a clear message. Like to me, you could have titled this album, you know, G and Inside Innovates the the message or uplifting <laughs> or they inspire or something like that, right? Because those are the themes that tend to come up in this project. But why did y'all for the first project that y'all collaborated on, why did y'all choose to self-title it? I, I think I could answer that. I think I came up with the uh... I think it was mostly. I don't know. If, I don't know if you want to add to this, Ed. But for for me, it was like I I was thinking like Ed had Ed OG and the Bulldogs, right? And then he had like, and then then I and then I'm like, okay, a better way of me reintroducing myself is to have the name on the on the title, right? Because if I didn't if I didn't say that, then it would be confusing, right? Mm. But people already know Ed. You know, so it's just like if we if you say Ed OG and then that second thing is the next name, it forces people to learn the name, right? Got it. So yeah. it, this is all tied to like for, for me, it, maybe it was a selfish thing, but it, it kind of tied to my reintroduction um, because it, it was a lot of talk of, oh, you know, if you, you know, if you if you if you add that to your name, people won't remember for you know i'm not trying to connect the past you know mm. what I'm, I'm saying um but yeah that's you know so so i think i think that's kind of one one reason okay that that the name of title uh, yeah it's definitely not selfish i mean he just said you know let's self-title it I'm like cool yeah, yeah. it's real simple <laughs> it's not yeah a, I, know, I i think it's a good i think dope. it's gonna speak for itself so you dope. know the, the the title in that case and plus he's reintroducing himself right you know um no, it, so it's easy it makes a lot of sense when you when you think about his reintroduction as you know insight innovates exactly uh, now edo one of the things i noticed about your career especially as it continued to emerge in the last two decades is the fact that you have collaborated with a lot of MCs and producers. And I mean, not just features on songs. I mean, you've done multiple projects as collaboration <laughs> yeah. projects. Uh, why, um, what makes it so easy for other artists to collaborate with you? Um, and 
you could probably chime in on this as well, insight, but, you know, I'll throw the question out first to you, Edo. Like, why is it so easy? Like, you know, you've, you've had so much success doing this. Um, You know, first, w- w- with my first two albums, I'm going to go all the way back right. to the first two albums. I had the crew on the records, but none of those songs ever made the album because it was a major label and people bigger than us making decisions okay. on songs at that particular time um, and sample clearances too with, you know, certain things. And um, once I, uh, you know, got away from the major label and got to start collaborating with other artists, man, it was like the greatest thing ever because i always want to work with a bunch of different artists man so for me um you know it's when you're an artist you can i can put out a hundred i can put out a project you know every month just like insight where we're that you know we have that much in us that we could do that but it's not gonna amount to nothing you know and collaborating and making good projects with other people as an artist just like if i was a guitarist and i featured on somebody else's song you know with a solo it's the same thing a a a jazz player a pianist anything a singer so you know as as rap artists for me i tell all young artists you know and I, i put some of my young guys on um and about 2013 i brought them to europe with me not to be going all around the world but i told them when i brought them there collaborate meet producers do projects you're an artist you know what i'm saying you don't just have to have an album for you you can do projects that can expand your audience so that's always my thought press process on that. You know, I'm collaborating with Insight. He has a different audience than me, or pretty much the same, but different. Mm-hmm. I have a different audience to him, pretty much the same, but different. So the collaborations, it's bringing more people together. You know what I'm saying for what we do. Indeed. indeed. One thing I'm gonna one thing I'm gonna add to this because Ed may not say it on his own, but he's he he's just a, a good dude. You know, just, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't, um, they're, they're not the person you meet, in, you know, in, in real life or, you know, they get ahead of themselves or out of, they, some people get out of touch with what's dope. You know, they can't do it anymore. You know, I, I don't know for what reason it is, but just ha- keeping that point of reference, what you do, you know, and, and just having a, a, a limitless approach at music and staying professional just a good blend of that i mean he, he got he got all that so it's not like everybody can collaborate but he can yes yeah, that yeah. mix of being professional and at the same time you know be being grounded and not not let your head get all you know right. he's he, he he's that he's still that dude from roxbury but you know he'll collaborate with cats sometimes you, you know it, it might be to put somebody else on i mean a lot of right. cats you know don't 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 you know don't do that Indeed. so um so the reason that's... why i'm sorry to cut you off the reason why i asked that question is uh you can actually see it right like without having to explain it right i but um like when you just look at what edo has done throughout i mean like from all the way from 2004, and I mean, going back to the beginning of his career in the, in the, in the late 80s, 
um, you see that, right? You see it, it, it like it speaks for itself. You see that there has to be a good quality here that he's able to still stay, you know, collaborating and, you know, out there and people are seeing you consistently with projects. So thank you, though, for, for, for breaking that down. So the first track on the album entitled Just Listen, you got you when when it starts off, you hear a skit of you guys using the virtual assistant Siri to search for classic hip hop music. As you were talking about tech, this whole concept started to make a little bit more sense. But tell me why and what motivated you guys to open the album in this way. Yo, Ed can add uh, yeah, all over I, that. I, 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 can, I can add add on to that. Um, you know, it was a it was a concept that I had, um, and I told Insight, you know, make a beat with using all the Apple sounds, man. Like just, and he was like, "Oh shit!" And then his his brain just went crazy instantly. So it was just like an instant lightning. And then he took it and, and 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 came back with the beat, and I'm like, oh shit! Like exactly what I was thinking. Like we think like it's like this. Like I don't know. It's hard to explain, man. So it's that was true. just a concept I... that I came up with, and then I told Sai, okay, take us to the next level. Make the beat. Here's the here's the you know groundwork. Now just go take this and and put it together, and he you know, did what he did, and it was just, you know, a crazy record, man. And the, th- the thing I'm going to add to that with is, like, uh, that. so that beat, when he told me about that concept, I started thinking of, um, you know, like, the, the, the Tribe album. I started thinking of Midnight Marauders and how, you know, how, how they're, like, the, you know, the, how it was narrated. And so I was, like, trying to use Siri like that. So that's kind of why the sound of it sounds that way, and it's kind of like you know that that just kind of influenced my thinking on the the, the intro. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I thought that was a I thought that was a, a a good concept, and we just basically you know we just went nuts with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> indeed, indeed, man, it did it did come across pretty cool. So also on the opening track, you, you have a line, Edo, where you say. You're here for a good time. We're here for a long time. What value does the artist being dope, dope line, right? And, and, and this, 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 this concept comes out a lot too in the, in the, in the music. Um, but um, what value does the artist being here for a long time give to not only themselves, but also to the music fan and the culture in general? Yeah, man, I think, you know, hip hop is still a young thing, man. I mean, it's what, you know, and don't, you know, quote me on this, roughly maybe around, you know, close to 50 years or something like that. So it's not that old. And we have to, you know, as artists, for for myself and artists in my genre that are still continuing to put out good music, we have to continue to, you know, make this legacy, man. Rock and roll does it. Jazz does it. All of our other music, you know, our parents can still go to a show and see the oldies. We need that for hip hop. And we're blazing the path for cats that's going to come behind us in the future to be able to do this. I'm 50. 
I'm still doing this. Wow. I got a ton of new projects with, with my brother's site and, you know, a bunch of other stuff coming out this year. So we blazing a path for, for cats to, to do this to whenever they want to stop. Dope, dope. The, also on this opening track, um, actually, no, the third track entitled Never Too Late to Correct Mistakes has a pretty self-explanatory message. You guys have some, I think you insight, you have some pretty, pretty clever lines on that track. I think one of them you say, remove addiction, lose the vision with a new position, don't follow contradiction, start a new addition, cool it now, like I saw that cool it now reference. <laughs> <laughs> why do you, you did that pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm referencing it. Um, why do you think it's never too late to correct mistakes? Even if it's unfortunately a big mistake, like what does one get out of correcting a mistake? Redemption. Well, think about it like this. Uh, if if that wasn't true, they'll just lock people up and leave them in jail, right? <laughs> you you can't change the past, but you can learn from the past, you know, and you can, you know, go go forward with, you know. Um, uh, you know the, the decisions you make based on your past can can benefit a lot of people um no matter what you did even though you know you you could have done something really bad but that's a whole that's an extreme case right you could always improve on the past um, yep. that's, yeah you know. per listen perfect example one of my brothers that's uh one of the bulldogs uh, as soon as our first album came out in 91, he went to jail. It came out in March. He went to jail in April and went to jail for 20 years. Been out for around 10 years now doing his thing. He got released because he got locked up in New York under the Russell Simmons. Thank God. Hip hop uh, where he got the I forgot the name of the law that Russell Simmons had got passed in New York. The Rockefeller yeah, yeah. law. Yeah. And my man from Boston had got locked up in Albany, got released because of Russell Simmons. Wow. And he, he's been, you know, excelling ever since then. He was excelling before then, but just got caught up. But I'm just saying, so it's really never, you know, you can always, he was down for 20 years, man. And he's out wow. living dope. lovely, doing his thing and, and doing the right thing. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah, man. I, I love to hear stories like that, you know, and instances like that. And the, the interesting thing about this album, I was saying to Insight earlier, was that, like, you know, you guys embody, you know, progress and upliftment in on this project. And I'm such a, pro, a proponent uh, of artists who are doing that to this day in hip-hop because I feel like the culture continues to need that, right? And it's it's one of the ways that we continue to push the culture forward. So um, it's like a lot of these titles on this album, when you just read them, you see the, the positive energy in it. And then you guys do an awesome job really adding to it within the lyrics. Appreciate so I want to big y'all up for that. Yeah, um, thank you, man. Indeed. Also on the song, on that song, Edo, uh, you have a line where you say, people always say, Edo, how you still do it? See, I love the music and my movement is improving. Can you expound on how your love for the music 
and the ability to adapt and grow as an artist has developed over the years? Man, I think, you know, every experience you have in music, every tour you do, everything you you have, it it molds you to, to where I'm at, you know, today. And I mean, I think all those experiences for the past 30 years um, molded me and, and got me into a position where I'm so comfortable I could just do it like easy. And, you know, and that's not to say like, you know, it's not difficult still using your brain and coming up with some clever lines and all of that. But, you know, I think I'm at a point where I'm, you know, Kobe Jordan, uh, Paul Pierce, excuse me, first, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Brady, you know what I'm saying? At that point where you just do it, you you know, you, you've done it so many times, the repetition has got you to a point where you, you know, you're able to do it at a high level and stay at that high level. Indeed, indeed. How have you, you know, when you think about when you came into the game, right, when you first started, there's obviously not a lot of MCs or artists that have stayed, right? And that's nothing against them, but, you know, I'm just curious to know how you've been able to stand the test of the time because I, I almost feel like you had to reinvent yourself to a degree to um, to, to still maintain. Um, but can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, I think it was, um, you know, for me, the 90s from, from 90 to 95 was my Ed OG and the Bulldogs. And then from there on, I released, you know, uh, EPs and, and jumped on a bunch of different compilations and different things tail end of the 90s. And then 2001, I put out The Truth Hurts. And I think the industry kind of forced me at that time too, because the whole thing was who you got on your album, what features you got. That was the whole, you know, craze that journalists wanted to know everybody who you got. So I did an album featuring all my hip hop friends. I had Black Thought, I had freaking Premier Guru, Pete, uh, Souls of Mischief, everybody I could think of. Because ah, that's what the industry wanted. You know what I'm saying? And you listen to my first two albums, there was no features. It was just me rapping. Right. I ain't need no features. I could hold an album by myself. But the industry forced me into that. Um, so, you know, I did what was necessary. It came out. It was a dope project. People loved it. And then I did collaborate with Pete and collaborated with, you know, Ace and started special teams and just a bunch of, you know, trying to push the envelope every time with each project. Indeed, indeed. And I think you you also emerged in a time where you kind of, like, hip-hop wasn't necessarily in your face the way it used to be before through, like, like radio, right? Like, you emerge yeah. in a time where now people have to seek out music you know, through the internet, through social media, right? Um, where like a lot of a lot of artists that came up in that nineties or golden era where you you still had that diversity on the radio stations, when that left, when that ability to get that music in that way left, a lot of people kind of disowned it. You like they they, they they didn't like they didn't even know that these artists still continued making music. And you were able to 
still stand you know during that time and still continue and still and probably i'm pretty sure garner much new fans in that yeah. process as well yeah I, I think i think it was the opening of europe in the world to hip-hop because america was over just like jazz had its high point and then it moved to europe and then it moved around the world the same for us it was same, over yep it was yep. over here they was on that was like the shit. beginning for, so for me. We started yep. going to Europe. That's when I took sight, the early 2000s. That's when we started. And, you know, that's where we was at. And we garnered new fans because the age limit at that time was 16 to come to the shows. So we got fans that were 16 at our shows Wow! back right. then in 2001, right. two, three, four, all the way up. So... You know, we garnered a whole new generation of fans and they appreciated the music. And they didn't even know about the early stuff. They just knew this stuff. Us right. coming there then. Right. From the two thousands yep. on the next, you know, decade of music that that I put out. So, you know, that's just uh hip hop and that's that's ex expanding all around the world where we can really tour in Europe like that. And now that's you know one of the main places we go. Definitely. That makes so much sense, man. Um, so on the track, Choose Your Path, I'm going to probably, I'm not going to go through every track on the album, but most of the tracks I'll go through, just, you know, some aspects of the tracks. You, um, on Choose Your Path, Edo, you have a line where you say, the best things in life are free. The rest are expensive. What makes <laughs> the best things in life free and the rest expensive? Listen, man, air is free. Life is, is, is free to wake up every day and be thankful we live in. We healthy. You know, our family is good. That's free, man. Appreciate it. Everything else costs. Everything. TV, internet, phone, everything. You know what I'm saying? So we got to do what we got to do, man. Just appreciate life. That was more of a Man, just appreciate, you know, waking up in the morning and uh, what you have. Even if it's not a lot, you know, you still got more than somebody else. There's always somebody that has less than you and is less unfortunate. You know, pray for them. Pray for yourself, man, and be thankful. Yeah. It is such a profound line because when you talk about the air, it's something we take for granted. You know what I'm saying? Every day you wake up, especially, you know, I, you know I'm from Not me. Right, right. of course, right? Not me. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know even better, right? Yeah. I, I could dig it, man. You know, I was gonna say, like, me being from New York is such a busy city, like it's always get up, move, 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 move. And I think that's one of the things the pandemic did for us is kind of slow us down and help us to reflect. Um, but yeah, man, I, I thank you so much for you know, sharing those little jewels in your music. And you've done it a lot throughout the years as well. And this record is no that. different. Thank so, you. yeah, let's talk a little bit about the production on the album. As I understand, Insight Innovates, you did pretty much all the production on the album. Um, one of the things that I noticed that's pretty apparent about the production is it is the epitome of boom bap and soulful. So, like... Those two musical characteristics just outright embody the music on the album. How easy or difficult was it for you to come up with that cohesive sound? Uh, 
I think it's just me. I mean, if you go back to listen to the, like, you know, I've been doing music ever since, you know, 99. You know, I, I started playing the piano ever since I was like four, you know. Um, you know, everybody in my family plays music. I've, I, you know, been, you know, I think the first song that I ever made was, you know, I've never just been a producer. I've always, you know, I've always been, you know, just MC, producer, DJ. So when I make a song, I have the the whole entire vision there, unless right. I'm collaborating. But then it's I'm thinking of the whole thing. So it's 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 um this this album is just an extension of what I what I've always been doing. It's just it doesn't it's consistent with all the old. If you go back, I made an album um, called Life's a Struggle. I had a group to, uh, with with these five five MCs, uh, uh, Electric Company. And that vibe was kind of like, uh, like uplifting. It was kind of, kind of, kind of along the same lines. But this is more an updated, you know. If you if you were to listen to all the old stuff mm -hmm. and then all the, I never really stopped releasing music. I just released it in places where you couldn't follow the breadcrumbs because mm. I kind of, I kind of like doing that. But um, it's it's just it's just an extension of what I do. So it's like every if you like that. Then I would just say keep listening because there's just more of, of, right. of that from you know it's it's not it's not difficult a lot of the stuff um, I, I mean I'm not one of them cats that, that have to be on a 12 bit machine got to use an MPC I'm not stuck on that I can jump on software only some of the you know a, a good portion of them beats is just all played you know played the baseline played the chords you know. Um, you know, I mean, it's 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 just music, um, and that's I mean, that's all that's all to it. I do focus a lot on uh, the way the drums, the way the drums, uh, you know, um, play off of the other sounds. So I I spend a lot of time on that. Just I think that that's probably unique to me. The way the flinchiness with yeah. the with the way the way the drums jump around bass lines and stuff that might be unique to me. But it's like a thing that let people may not notice it as much until they hear a lot of it. Got it. So, got it. What do you yeah. create first? Do you create your drums first and then, you know, put the sample or the melodies over it or is it vice versa? Uh, if I'm thinking of the vibe, it, I get the instruments that that's, that's all in my head to, to, to go together with whatever I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of. So it's not like, I'm like, Oh, I want these kind of drums. It's like, I got need, it. I need this type of composition. And I'm like looking for the sound. The, the sounds that fit in that that th those puzzle pieces. Got it. Got so, it. So that's another reason why the album it it don't it doesn't sound like we fighting the beat is not fighting the lyrics. Exactly. It's like every song sounds like the music is they're not fighting each other. They sound like they're supposed to go that way. We're not we're not trying to um, uh, do something super dynamic over the beat when it you know overcomplicating stuff. It's just you know the song, songs come together like they should so yeah. you know every every voice music instruments they all kind of part of one thing definitely so i also feel like a variety of the tracks uh on the album have a lot of vocal samples that are that appear particularly in the hook alongside you know the cuts and the scratches which is an attribute to hip hop songs that usually it's always cool to experience, right? Uh, and, you know, just putting that DJ presence in the song. Um, can you talk about 
how the effect of making the repeated vocal samples and the scratches are part of the hook come together like like what is that process like in not only finding the vocal samples and getting the right scratches but also positioning these sounds in the right place so that they work for the actual song okay so that's a that's a good question it um so one thing i'll say to that so so it's 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 less about just putting a sound in there just for the sake of doing it right um the voice is a, a instrument also the cuts are instrument is an instrument so um and that that's something i've been tweaking since i first started putting records out like you know um i kind of do that in my own way i've kind of always been doing that using the voice in a certain way and even when i put cuts in there i kind of do i tweak them in a certain way you know um so it's not like i'm really looking for voice or voice samples for whatever beat it's more it's it, the beat and the song and the chorus and everything all together kind of um you know drives me to what i'm actually doing like i might i might listen to like we might listen to the to the song and maybe didn't do the chorus yet and then ed might be like i'm thinking of this give me some ideas i, I fill something in and then you know we, we we might say oh it still sounds like it's missing something just go there play it's all about um having fun but being professional you don't want to get stuck working on something and just feel like you're just throwing anything there at the end of the day you you still it's it's a creative process you still uh i still have fun with it i pretty much enjoy what i'm doing but i go i go by the feel what is does it feel like it's missing something or what do i um what do i envision in these spots you know so that that's that's more explaining the creative process um and also a style and and taste that you know that's based on something i've been tweaking over the years um so yeah the process is same process that you would go through you know writing lyrics but now when you get to the song you know it's like what's the song about what do you want to hear in the chorus like what do you you know I, you might approach something with no idea, you're right? You might you you might just you know hear melodies and just fill it up and then do the the lyrics, you know. Um, so it you know there's not really any one which way to to uh, define how to go, you know, um, what the creative process is with putting this stuff together. But but um, it's all elements that's kind of already there. Your taste, things you like, maybe some some ideas I already had. But all this, the the thing that that uh, um, means the most is how does it feel at the end? Is it missing it. something? Do you got to keep going? You know what I mean? Right, right. So, man, well said, man. I'm so glad you were able to give context to that. Now, also on the song "Choose Your Path," I want to get back to the lyrics. Edo, you have a lyric where you say, "I do the math. Stop moving fast." No matter who you ask, when you're in space, your body losing mass. Can you explain what that line means, especially as it relates to the space and mass reference? Listen, when you when you when you in space, you, you know you you you're losing weight. That's why you see the the astronauts working out because their bodies are losing. You shrinking, 
in space. If you don't have anything to walk on and you're just floating around, your body is not working how it normally works. You know, I wanted to be an astronaut in a former life, a rap astronaut, uh, but uh, it didn't work out. So, you know, I'm into a bunch of stuff, me in sight, you know, off planet, man. Hopefully humanity can get there soon and uh, we can experience it too before we get off this earth. Uh, so, you know, it's just a reference to some space shit, some NASA for all my nerds, uh, rap nerds out there that's into space. How happy. Indeed. It, it made me think, you know, um, when when I heard the line and then when I listened to the other verse from Insight, you had some space references too. I think you referenced um, Darth Vader and, and Gravity or something like that. So I was like, oh, there might be a little theme going on here. So That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dope, dope. All right, so um, the next song is called Good and Goodbye. Um, I like the um, instrumental uh, vibe on on this particular song. It, it has like a semi upbeat energy to go with the optimistic theme of the song. Uh, what input did the featured guitarist Brady Watt have as far as his contribution to the mood of the song? Uh, so I did this. So I had dropped the bass line. I had like chopped up the sample and kind of um, had the the vibe of the song are already there. And then Ed suggested, Ed made that suggested that, that he, you know, he uh, get Brady Watts to, to, to replay it. Um, so he basically replayed the samples and kind of like did ad libs here and there and sent everything back. And then, you know, that's why like some, some parts is actually played out. I actually overlaid what he, what he played and some of that stuff um onto the beat so it gave it a nice live feel um and yeah he kind of he kind of brought out uh uh yeah a good a good portion of the change-ups and like when you hear like the um the bridge at the end of the song and the very end where he kind of just did more ad-libbing i think that just gave the song a, a a less repetitive feel right and it just gave it more um yeah, a live playing, live playing field. Just he he added that to it, so it was it was it was really a good addition to the to the joint. Yeah, definitely. And a change man. to the, a change to the vibe of the other songs, right? Because we we didn't go so far that it was just like a live song, right? But it's still it's still like a hip hop, you know, with yeah. pro, program boom bap drums. But now you got the you know the live bass just playing the ad libs right. over. It's, it's it was a dope addition. Is he the only like additional like live music feature on the album? He the only he's the only feature we had got on it. the album. Yeah, because yep. I see his name like on the actual track. Yeah, because yeah. we don't we we didn't need another. I mean, we talked about it. We didn't need another feature, right? right. So it, it it just it just sounds complete like that. And I I kind of at once we started getting to the end, I was like, man, I don't even want another feature. <laughs> I just want that's it you know it just sounds like I'm and I'm glad we didn't I could listen to the to front to back and it just it's just a cohesive gives you this one uplifting vibe it's like authentic and sincere I don't we you know we don't need anything else dope 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 so. now uh, uh 
just to uh, add on to that title, right? Um, finding the good in goodbye. I have to say that that is often easier said than done. How does one actually succeed on the path of finding the good <laughs> in goodbye? And either of Ed you guys got, can Ed, go. That was Ed's concept. I, I think that was <laughs> such a good, I think it was a good, you think of the think of just the name the, the the title is a good a good joint you know yeah um, man it, it, man for you know for me it, it you know you you gotta try to find that it, it might take you some time because it's not something that just you know you could just find it in some some bad shit you know what I'm saying so uh you know with, with the album is it, it was more boom bap I'm like sight we gotta do something talk about relationships, you know, something that is, you know, a little over here that people can say, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I can, I can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? So you try to, if you listen to it, when I look, you try to, try to find a good in Dubai, so, you know, like, so you gotta try to find it in yeah. there, man. It's, it's, it's gonna be difficult if you're going through a heartbreak or if you're going through any kind of relationship struggles, but, at the end of the day, when you do, you're gonna be better off, and that's the uplifting part about it. Right. Once right. you get over it, you good. Yeah. It's also like, it's also such a a a concept that is so easy to overlook, right? Because the actual word "good" is in the word "goodbye," <laughs> and I like the fact that y'all honed in on that. It it was good to put some focus you know, from an optimistic level on the actual term. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So on the song, One Step at a Time, you have a standout line uh, where it's actually you, Insight, where you say, um, life is not about choices, but how one chooses. From your experience... What often has been the motivating factor or support system that you usually go to to help you to make the right choice in life situations? I don't know if this is the right answer, but um, the thing the thing that always and it may be not what you you're expecting to hear, but the the thing that motivates me somehow is doubt. It's like I've, every time I want to do something, it seems like I have so much doubt surrounding if I can do it, mm. right? So at, I'm always one that leans on my actions to speak louder than what I would than what I would say, right? Um, when I started, when I when I started, you know, write, writing rhymes, people told me not to make beats because I was you know, I was, I was a rapper first. I was like, don't make beats. Then it was like, when, depending on how you heard me, if you heard me making beats first, then it was like, oh, he's, he makes beats. Don't, don't rap, just produce for this guy over here. Then it was right. like, don't do cuts. Then it was like, don't do software. Right. Uh, every, you know, everything I'm, I'm always like, you know what? Uh, I'm just, I'm going to do it. The worst thing you could do is tell me that I can't do it because then I'm going to want to do it. Right. So I feel like, uh, you know, doubt is is energizing, man. So I, I have a couple of principles that lead around that. Um, one is I don't do I don't do things to seek validation. I do things to accomplish goals because yeah. actions speak louder than words. Right. 
So I'm not, I'm not gonna do something because I need to get props. I already know I can be dope. I, I know I can, you know, we just like what, what what Ed and I is doing. We don't we don't have to be validated because we know we can do whatever. We, can, we we'll do a show, kill, destroy the show, right? Um, uh, so that's that's what this boils down to. Actions speak louder than words. Goes back to the name change don't need to seek validation i don't i i don't mind if nobody heard the new name right you, you see me doing the show best believe i'm destroying it i don't care if it's we're first last wherever it is it's gonna we're gonna you know prove that we can work hard to do quality music put our time and effort and and, and um you know we represent the things that that uh People, you know, people should embrace like, you know, dedication, positivity, you know, believing in oneself, just being, um, you know, good role. We, we, we actually do represent those things that should be promoted, mm -hmm. right? Um, in, in, in normal society, just positive black men doing, you know, you, we don't have to be like basketball players or, you know, Look, you know, if right. you look at what we're doing, we're spreading these messages and we're living by the words we speak, right? So actions speak louder than words. Um, that, that goes back to your question. So that's kind of long-winded way of getting No, no, I appreciate it. I love when, you know, artists take the time to really flesh it out and explain it. So, Edo, on, on this track, you you have a line where you say, you could take it with a grain of salt or a shovel of dirt. Now, I'll say it's actually kind of funny when you hear it for the first time, but I know it's layered. So I wanted you to, I wanted to ask you uh, what, you know, you were trying to emphasize with that shovel of dirt line. Yeah, I mean, you know, basically, <laughs> like, take it, take it this way or take it that way. Way, man, it's, it's it's only two ways, you know what I mean? So, it's your choice, like I said, you know. <laughs> I mean, so it was it was just you know funny line, man. I I try to just uh, implement punchlines, and I was taught that by shout out to my brother Master Ace because uh, before I worked with him, I had mad punchlines, but I used to just put them everywhere. Like I'd start my verse with a punchline, he was. Like, yo, son, pull up. Let me tell you, put it here. Put it here and put it here. Say, Shout out oh. to Ace, yeah. After that, and that's what I, that, that goes back to working with more artists, doing more collaborations, learning from others. You know what I'm saying? And then taking that and implementing it in, into what you do and making yourself better. So, you know, it's all a learning process. I don't care how old you are, you still learning, man. So that was one of the things I learned from him. And, you know, it's been working out since around uh, 007, since I, you know. Nice. Did the project with my brother. That's Shout out to up. Brooklyn. I know, you know, y'all yeah. won. Y'all won tonight. So oh, man. Know. Yeah, we won. Oh, shoot. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. No what you gonna get that though. Ah oh, man, you think so? For those that don't know, we talking about the the, the, the playoffs. Ah oh, man, 
Yeah, I wanted to catch the end of that sh- that that game too, man. But that's what's up, man. But you know, Boston, Boston put up a fight. I mean, probably could have put a bigger fight, but that brother Tatum is no joke, we, man. We, we injured, oh, yeah. Browns injured. Uh, right, right, right. Y'all, yeah, y'all banged up, man. <laughs> we banged up. So I, wait, I'm wait. Just, I, I salute y'all. I give it to y'all. Y'all got it, man. But I'm rooting for Milwaukee. I never yeah. root for New York. Sorry, never. <laughs> Austin, well, you know, you know Austin. the other side of that, the New York Knicks, they're kind of struggling right now. I'm not rooting for them ever, neither. Go Atlanta. No New York. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It's Brooklyn over here, man. I'm pushing yeah, I know. for Brooklyn. You know, yeah. uh, you know how we do it with the sports in Boston. Word, word. I know, man. I know. <laughs> the love, love, hate. Hate, hate, love. I, I know, mean. man. I know. So um, I wanted to um, also talk about uh, the song Ceiling. Um, you guys say repeatedly, you know, in that song, I think it's, it's a hook that you both share. You say, we ain't reached our ceiling. Edo do facts, y'all do feelings. And then Insight, you say, we ain't reached our ceiling. Insight do facts, y'all do feelings. Now, I get the sense that when you guys say you haven't reached your ceiling, you're talking, uh, you're, you know, you're talking about taking the slower but longevity approach to success. But can you expound on what this line is actually referring to when it comes to the importance of putting facts over feelings? And you want, oh, I, I think, yeah. well, the song, the song itself just, just, just means we, you haven't even heard the you know the best yet since we still we still ah, okay. creating you know what i mean there's still more to come um and we're still evolving so you know um that that's basically what that means but, but ed you can chime yeah, in on that it, 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 yeah and as far as you know we we do facts man we just spit in you know the real man we and you know sometimes you know the truth hurts, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you, you look at America and the state we in, you know, there's uh, about 70, uh, I don't even know how many million white people don't believe that the election was real. Like, it's a fact. Your feelings might be hurt, but it's a fact. Right. You know, you gotta... The truth is the truth, you know what I'm saying? So we we just telling the truth and you more in your feelings, you know what I'm saying? And not really trying to, uh, you know, understand that, you know, facts is facts, man. You can't dispute them. They are what they are. You know, whether you like it or you hate it, the truth is always going to be the truth. So that was what that line really meant. And it was, you know, like I said, more for a lot of those kind of, crazy people out there that uh you know and and rappers of course because they <laughs> they're in a fantasy land <laughs> you know what i'm saying right right so um i'm i'm actually spit this to y'all because this is this is from the first single because it takes progress life could be a cutthroat process part of the test make goals through small steps progress when your situations get hard pressed make progress if you with it Nod yes. So um, this is the first single. Very uplifting, very inspiring. Insight, you say 
part of the test is breaking goals. Is it break, breaking goals, right? Are you saying breaking goals? Yeah, break goals in the small right, steps. Right, right. Break, break goals in the small steps. So I have a two-part question for you guys, but I'll ask them individually. Um, What are some... I'll say this. What are some approaches or strategies that you have taken in your experience that have helped you to even get to the small steps? So before you could even make that first step, what are some things you've done that have helped you to take that step? You want to, you got that, Ed? Um, I thought he was directing it towards you, but. Uh, oh, either okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I could. So, so, so first, a little, one note on that. Um, I came up with the chorus after we came up with the verse because mm. I heard the verses and then I was like, oh, damn, the verses made me write the chorus. You know what I mean? Because it just sounded like it, it I mean, what we were saying, I was just, damn, how, this is so uplifting. How do I tie it together? That, right. And then that's 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 how that comment came about. So um, uh, so so to answer your question, um, how do you get to the you know how do you t how do you break your goals into small steps or how do you, what do you do to actually yeah how do you get to, how do you even point? get to the first step? Let's just envision that the individual is struggling, you know, is unmotivated, right? is struggling right. maybe maybe got, got, went got through it, a hard time so, and they can't even take that first step towards progress like what are some things and you know these questions you know they may seem generic but of course i'm expecting you to answer from your perspective or from your experience so you know yeah. just i can actually answer i can actually answer that question because uh in my mind for that chorus i had one specific thing that I was thinking of, and it was, it just go back to me and this whole doubt thing. I have this thing about people saying you can't do something and you know it's possible. So right. that was, I, 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 I had an instance where I was like performing somewhere, and it was like oh five or something, and I and I was I was backstage coding something, and then somebody just told me it was just like uh, you never, you know, you never be a, a, a coder. You know, you you would never be a, a software developer because those guys spend their whole time just doing that. They that's what they do. You're just a a rapper, right? And I didn't look at it like I wanted to be a developer. I was solving a problem, like how do I synchronize this audio um, music right. with other things that I wanted to do so that I can make things uh, you know happen on stage. Um, so when I say uh, you know break down the problem into small, you know, steps. That's really what I, I meant. So, mm. okay, what, first you got to identify the goal. What are you really trying to do? Right. right? So if you, if you want to make progress in anything, first you got to add a, what, what's, what's the goal? Like, it's like, okay, I want to, I, I want to learn enough so that I can, you know, maybe, um, you know, make, make the stage lights turn on mm. when I, you know, play a song. Right. And you're just, identifying the problem is the is the first you know part of the step and now you might have such a big goal that you can't identify what you need to do to you know you maybe maybe it's like oh i want to you know i want to own a building like how do i do that i have no money so right so now you gotta 
like cause I did the same thing. I started to want to get into real estate, figuring that out. And then you know, it's like, oh, you, you can't do this. You can't do that. So then you have to break down, you know, break down the problem until you get to a point where you can understand things. So um, I'll give you a, a really good example. So when I was first starting um, to do software, I, all I really wanted to do was um, this, this, there's a concept called a fast Fourier transform. And what that is, is just this, this, this displaying a waveform from, from this uh, mathematic algorithm. Right. But really what I wanted to do is like, you know, make a make some software that I can sample a sound and then see the sound so that I can chop it up and edit it so it could visually happen. But, you know, without knowing all of these programming concepts, um, you know, all you deal with is you can't do this. You can't do that. You have to learn this first and you have to. So you keep on unrolling the problem until you get to one plus one equals two is like, well, I understand that, you know, and then you go forward from there. So, you know, identify the problem, you know, make smaller and smaller goals until now you have your steps and then you get to the point where you understand the steps. Um, you might have a bigger goal than, you know, you can reach anytime soon, but you, you, it might, it might uh, allow you to go up some steps. So, that's that's kind of what I go by, and that's kind of right. where that chorus uh, is all about. I appreciate you sharing that, man. Uh, very well said. Uh, the other part to the the question I wanted to ask too is like, now once you take that step, right? How do you maintain progress forward and not procrastinate or fall behind on your goals? Because that's another aspect of progress as well yeah i think i think you're always uh you're always setting goals and redefining what success is in, in your life i think um success is just a one-step process and yeah. that that process is really what do you define success as being is, is success how much money you have or is it how much freedom you have so i think that's always something that's redefined getting redefined right so you can, I, I think it's fine to, to set a goal and not achieve the goal. Mm. I think the, the, the important thing is to have those steps and try to climb the steps. Right. Where you right. fail is where you just stand on the steps. Right. You right. Know, that's right. where you fail. You stand on the steps, you go backwards, you don't do anything, you know, or you, or you doubt yourself to even taking a step. So, um, I think that's, I think, I think that's the answer. The answer is you, we live and we keep redefining things and sometimes right. things don't work out and that's fine, but no matter what you do, just keep moving. Right, right, right. What, what would you say creates the rhythm for you to, you know, that you're able to keep moving? Cause some people do get stagnant, like, but in your, in your experience, what keeps like even like let's just say with this project like you set out to do this project i'm pretty sure you had a deadline right in terms of when you guys wanted to finish it right like what kept you guys continuing you know to 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 flesh it out through you know see it out through the the deadline i think it's just professionalism mm. i think we you know that's an easy one we once you know like i said like Ed, you know, Ed, he got the he got the joints. We we set we we set a time to do it. We did it. You know, right. it's just uh, 
we we're past the point of just doing stuff for you know we we could do stuff for fun but we both been doing stuff for like 30 years it's like we we go in the studio we do what we need to do and we knock it out and we go about you know it's just professionalism um i think that's i think that's the main thing definitely definitely that makes sense so uh my next question is for ed og um and let me just say i want to thank y'all for staying the course to be able to answer questions about this project um as you guys can see i'm you know i, I really tune into the um the music and the themes and the, and some of the lyrics so i'm glad that you guys could kind of like break some of the meaning behind some of the music um but edo um i um i can't leave without asking you this question <laughs> and i'm pretty sure this is a topic that has come up a huge amount of times in interviews for you um your record probably your most you know famous record to date be a father to your child uh by you and and the bulldogs uh, it represents the epitome or standard of responsible messages in hip hop music. It's uh, one of those records uh, that just gives hip hop a good rap, right? Over the years, what are some of the best responses you've gotten about the positive impact that this record has had? Man, I think, you know, most times uh, the guys that I've seen and that have come up to me, it's changed, you know, the thought process of black men and, you know, men of color, Latino men, you know. And I think a lot of men who heard the record because it just, uh, no one wanted to be a deadbeat dad. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? After that record. Mm -hmm. That record made it uncool for, you know, cats to not take care so, hold on you response you breaking up just a little man. bit at all so, i'm sorry you, for something you, you hear me yeah you breaking up um you could you hear me i hear you but you're breaking up um you hear, me? you hear me now yeah i hear you now you look good it was just that you were break all right yeah good yeah. yo yo repeat that line you was that you said you said that's you said that album made it uncool for people to be like repeat start right yeah, just, there. Just just, just respond to the whole you know to so, the question, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the 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 record Be a Father to Your Child, I think it made it uncool for you know men to not be responsible for their kids. Before that it was cool, you know. The the the, the cool thing, especially in Boston, was to when a girl said they was pregnant was to say it's not mine that was the first thing out of a dude's mouth even though they know they was you know up in there raw doing their thing they still wanted to nah that ain't me so i think that you know changed the whole dynamic of the way we looked at fathers mm -hmm. and and black men in particular you know right and also speak to um like uh, the the feedback you've gotten over the years on on that yeah yeah uh, as far as that I, I think one of the, the the greatest things I think that I've seen that came from that is my man uh Glenn in Ohio out there he started a program he worked for the urban league uh out there in Ohio and he started a, a father's program and it was based off of the song wow 
cats mm. in the program had to learn the lyrics, know what it meant, watch the video, and he brought me out there, gave me an award, um, and you know, honored me. It, it was, you know, amazing, man. For for a song, you know, a cat like me sitting, you know, in the crib writing that song in ninety and uh you know it, it, it translated to something like that where a whole program was started because of it. So it's crazy. That is so dope. With all that you have accomplished, uh, you know, so far at all, what it, what is that major thing you still feel like you want to achieve or contribute to your music career? Just, um, you know, really keep, just keep doing what I've been doing, man. Stay on the same path. Keep putting out good music, man. Um, and music that people can feel, keep touring. Until you know, I don't. I don't feel I want to do it anymore, man. I think that's it. I think I've accomplished, you know, pretty much all I can accomplish in this, and still more coming, you know, with with in in, in other areas of music. Maybe being behind the scenes with accomplishing, you know, other things. So, um, you know, there's more to come. But as far as music, man, I just have a love for it. I just want to keep doing it until, you know, uh, I don't feel like, you know, I can get out there and do it anymore. So I could dig it. I could dig it. So um, before I get out of here, um, I do want to just, again, give y'all much props for, you know, this project. And I, I'm pretty sure there's much more to come. Um is there a possibility that we will see another uh, Edo G and Insight Innovates project, and will this one have an actual separate title this time? Like, it, like, what, like, what's the thoughts on um, uh, follow up to this project? Yeah, man, we definitely gonna have more more joints to, uh, to come for sure. Yeah, nope. you could count on that. Yeah, I, I mean, look, we're gonna have a few conceptual projects coming nice. um we we got we got we got so yo we got so <laughs> I, i'm trying I, i'm holding back because we got so many like uh some some mind-blowing things man that we're yeah. working on man and you know some real like innovative thought process collaborative joints that we're gonna do like not just your ordinary the next joints we're gonna do is gonna be on some other shit that's all I'm gonna say. Like it's definitely stay on the lookout. But you know what our thought process we we thinking like somewhere else, man. Dope, dope. <laughs> dope, dope. So again, man, I wanna thank y'all for your time for this interview. Uh I know y'all got some more stuff coming even individually right it, through the pipeline so if you want to shout some of what people would could expect from you guys next please go ahead and do so um shoot for me you know i got solo album coming out this year um and an Edo G and the bulldogs 30th year anniversary album coming 91 to 21 um already recorded and a bunch of other collaborative albums too on a, on uh coming out this year so um, look out for all that. Dope, dope, yep. dope. And me, I'll, I'll post uh, post it up at the website, insideinnovates.com. 
I got, you know, uh, other than uh, we, we're doing a, a, a VR uh, album, uh, sort of like um, take you on the ride with us for the, for the, for this album. It's gonna be all three D. Nice. Um, that part of you know that yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be coming out. And then after I got like uh, a, a like a solo album with with um, yeah, that's gonna be on on, on brick. So, Dope, um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Other than that, like yeah, of course trinkets of other projects, but that's gonna be the main thing to have. it. Wow, man, I, I'm looking forward to the the music experience uh, as it continues to unfold under the name Insight Innovates. Um, so yeah, man, I'm gonna definitely be looking forward to what you got coming, brothers. Thank, thank y'all again. You. Yes, man, thank y'all again. I wish y'all much continued success in your, you know, in your collaborative and individual careers. I'm definitely gonna be banging this record. It is like I said. It is it's the epitome of boom bap and soul, and um, I think it is such a special record for um, you know hip hop today. Like everything doesn't have to be, you know, this super um, hyper, you know, masculine or hyper sexual, you know, hip hop. You know, we can have music that you know has a positive message or a thought provoking message, and we can still vibe out to it. And that's what this record does, man. So kudos again for this record. To to all of our listeners. Thank you. Indeed, indeed. To all of our viewers and listeners, make sure y'all keep checking us out on the website, which is outtheboxmedia.com. Remember, we have a Patreon page where you can get access to exclusive interview clips. So go ahead and, and you know, if and, and become a subscriber if you want to support us in that way. And um, yeah, man, until next week when we come back for a new episode i just want to say peace love and light stay healthy stay safe stay focused we out peace salute king